thank you to Kenneth Copeland Ministries for sowing the airtime for this broadcast. There's enough power in every sick room and in every hospital room to raise up that sick one that may be describing you. Yes, you yes. may be in a sick room. Yeah. You may be in a hospital room. And I want to remind you, power is present. That power is there to do a work. Believe in what's present, not try to get something, but notice that he's already made it yours. It's present right where you're at. Say, I receive that power. I receive that power. I receive it right now. I receive it right now. From the top of my head. The top of my head. the soles of my feet. The soles of my feet. Welcome. We're so glad to have you with us today for Jesus the Healer. We're thanking God that the, the direction he's had us on is such a blessing, and I thank God for it. We've been teaching on following the Holy Spirit. And you say, well, this is called Jesus the Healer. What's it got to do with following the Holy Spirit? Because the, the Holy Spirit will lead you into healing. He will lead you into every right answer for your life. And the Holy Spirit always works with the Word. He's, his leading is only and ever in line with the Word of God. And so as we know to follow Him, we're following the Word. Amen. You can't follow the Holy Ghost and get off the Word because He only leads in line with the Word. And as I said, He will lead us into healing. He will lead our families in the right direction. He will lead our business. Uh, he'll lead us into prosperity in our business if we'll follow Him. So... Um, our spiritual father, who was Kenneth Hagin, he made this statement. He said, if you can teach people to follow their spirits, now listen to that, follow their spirits, you can help them in every arena of life. So if there's, in learning how to follow the spirit, our spirit, we have addressed help for every arena. Now that, that matters. God, when he deals with us, he doesn't, he doesn't speak to our minds. He doesn't speak to our feelings, our emotions. He speaks to our spirit. He's a spirit. We're, we're made in his image. We are spirit beings. He deals with us spirit to spirit. The Holy Spirit is in our spirits to help, lead, guide, teach, comfort. He's there to be a... a if I could say this, to make real to us all that belongs to us, to, to bring us into it. And uh, he's, he only ever leads us in line with the will of God for our life. So God speaks to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit communicates to our spirit the wisdom of God, the plan of God, what uh, God has made ours, and he speaks that to our spirit, our spirit then enlightens our mind. So God doesn't go straight to the mind. It comes to the spirit, floats up and enlightens the mind. And as Dad Hagen said, if you can teach people to follow their spirit. Many times believers haven't been taught. They don't know that their spirit is a safe guide, that they don't even know to listen to their spirit or what that leading is like. What is that leading like? Well, we've been taking several weeks now and teaching on it. Go back. Watch previous episodes because 
We can't say it all today, but there's so much that's been said that you need to get hold of. The Spirit of God is a safe guide. Your conscience is the voice of your own spirit talking to you. Follow your conscience. Amen. Um, every, every person who is born again, the Spirit of God indwells them. The Holy Spirit is in you. And He's endeavoring to lead, guide, teach. But the thing about the Holy Spirit is he will not insert himself uninvited. Amen. So that means how much he is able to help us depends on us, not him. How often and how much do we turn toward him? We don't have to ask him, would you be my helper today? No, he is the helper. You don't have to ask him to be who he is. That's like a child getting up and asking their mom, would you be my mom today? Come here, let me, what do you think I've been doing? <laughs> you know, you don't have to ask me to be who I am. You just need to pay attention to what I'm saying to you. <laughs> well, it's the same thing. We don't have to ask the Holy Spirit to help or the help. That's why he's there. But we do have to turn toward his help, acknowledge his help. That's the big key. Not asking him to do it because that's what he's there to do. But acknowledge him as the helper. How do we acknowledge him? Well, we turn toward him. We, we, we consult with him. We look to him. We recognize that he's in there. And it's not about, if I could say this, some, some get the idea that when they're in a point of need, God, send me something. Speak to me. And they start looking this way to hear something from heaven. When, when you realize that the helper is in you, the answer giver is in you, the counselor is in you, then you quit going this way looking for help, but you, you acknowledge, wait a minute, he's in me. I'm going to turn toward the one that's already in me, not waiting for heaven to send help. The helper's already in me. Now my job is turn toward him, acknowledge the help, acknowledge what he would say, and not only acknowledge it, comply. <laughs> Agree with what he says, not violate how he's leading. And um, as I was saying, many have, been, have not been taught or they didn't know to follow their spirit. If you're born again, your spirit is a safe guide. Amen. And so this is why we've been teaching on following the Holy Spirit. I remember, and I, I've referred to it um, in, in Brother Hagen's account of when he was raised up off, his, off of his deathbed. He was raised up at the age of 17 off of his deathbed. He didn't know healing was available, but as he was laying on his deathbed and his doctors had given him a death sentence, he heard in his spirit, you don't have to die at this young age. And he said, who said that? He had never been taught you can follow your spirit. What was happening? The Holy Spirit was trying to lead him into healing. So he said, who said that? And up from the inside of him came Psalm 91. The, the Spirit of God spoke the verse, Psalm 91, with long life will I satisfy you and show you my salvation. Amen. So that's what I'm saying. When the Spirit speak, he speaks, he sounds like the Word. Why? Because he only works with the Word. And then Brother Hagin said back to the Holy Spirit within him, if I can be healed, how? And I love what the Spirit said. He said, it's all in the book. 
In other words, get in the word. Find out what the word says. Why? Because when we get in the word, now we're giving the Holy Spirit something to work with. Because as we get the word in us, that's what he works with is the word. So the more of the word we have in us, the more we're giving the Holy Spirit to work with in our life. Amen. And so to me, he's not in there to bypass you being a student of the word. Amen. Amen. You know, when you have a school teacher, um, they don't say, okay, you've got a school teacher now. You don't have to bring your textbook because I'm here. No, the the school teacher works with the textbook. So you hear the teacher take that textbook and make it come alive to you. Explain what you don't understand. That's exactly what the Holy Spirit is with the word. He's not the replacement that you don't have to feed on the word because you've got the Holy Spirit. No, that's what he's working with is the word. And our divine textbook cannot afford to be set aside because that's how we'll recognize and discern, is this the Holy Spirit or is this the wrong spirit? It'll be based on the word. Amen. Because God doesn't give you a wrong spirit to lead you, but the devil would sure love to confuse you and you not rightly divide. And it's the word that helps you divide some things. Amen. And so anyway, these are some of the things we've been addressing. Dad Hagen was pointed by the Holy Ghost. He said, it's all in the book. And he got in the word and began to find out that healing was available. Well, that was because he was listening to the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. The Holy Spirit will direct you even into the word. He will unveil it and unfold it to you. So as we learn to listen to the Holy Spirit and follow him as our teacher, as our guide, we'll come into revelation that we wouldn't have come into on our own. Amen. Amen. That God take, the Holy Spirit takes the word and he unveils it to us. Amen. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. Thank God for the word that he reveals to us. Amen. Uh, We left off on previous episodes teaching on this and we had gone to 1 John chapter 2 verse 20 and I want us to start there again today. 1 John chapter 2 verse 20. He writes and says, but you have an unction from the Holy One. Now look at that. You have an unction from the Holy One. This word unction is the same word as anointing. Also, Holy Spirit. Unction, anointing, Holy Spirit, they're synonymous terms. They're like terms. So he says, John is writing, he says, but you have an unction from the Holy One, meaning this, you don't have to ask God to send the Holy Spirit to guide and teach you. If you're born again, he's in you. You have the unction in you. You have the Holy Spirit in you. You have the indwelling anointing in you. So notice this, but you have an unction from the Holy One. Now, since this unction is from the Holy One, um, he's he's a safe God, right? Then don't let your first response be to people out here when you're faced with a need because you have an unction from the Holy One in you. Turn inward. Look, acknowledge the Holy Spirit and say, Holy Spirit, what would you say to me at this time? What verse would you direct me to stand on? What verse would you direct me to, to, to confess and hold to? Um, how would you lead? 
you see. Uh, but too many times we immediately go out this direction when a need shows up, looking to people and looking to others. And God may use others, but our first direction should not be out here. Our first direction should be, wait a minute, I have an unction. I have an anointing. I have the Holy Ghost from the Holy One. On the inside, look at this next phrase of this verse, but you have an unction from the Holy One. Look at this, and you know all things. What's that mean? What do you mean I know all things? Well, it doesn't mean you know all things about different vocations. You don't know all things about being a scientist or being a doctor or being a lawyer. You know all things pertinent to your life. Why? Because the Holy Spirit is in you to lead you based on your life, what your life calls for, the will of God for your life. So he will make things known to your spirit. Your answers are known to your spirit. It's in you. And you know all things about what you need to do in this situation. Your spirit knows it. Now, you say, well, if, I, if my spirit knows it, I can't tell. <laughs> um, what your spirit knows needs to float up and enlighten your mind. That, that's why we take time in the word and prayer because it helps us to become sensitive to what the spirit is saying to our own spirit. And then we can draw up our answer as we're sensitive. Amen. Amen. So if people don't know that the Holy Spirit's trying to lead them, they won't even turn and acknowledge. Because like I said, he will not insert himself uninvited. As we turn toward him, then we'll experience more of his leadings. Amen. Amen. So you have an unction from the Holy One and you know all things. What's that mean? Your answer's in you before your need shows up. That's what that means. Your answer is in you before your need shows up. All it, all it calls for is for us to give attention, okay? The help is in me. The helper is in me. He is taking of the will of God, the wisdom of God, because the Spirit of God knows the mind of God. He knows the wisdom of God. He is the wisdom of God, imparting that wisdom to us. So what we need to do is quit going out this direction. I need, I need, I need, I need and go here and say, I have my answer in me. Now, all I need to do is hear it. All I need to do is hear it. So Holy Spirit, I'm looking. I'm looking, I'm acknowledging your help in me. And I thank you that the answer's in me. And I'm, going to, I'm just going to give attention to you. As you worship, your answer can come up. As you feed on the word, your answer can come up. As you're speaking in other tongues, edifying yourself, through speaking in other tongues, your answer can float up. Just when you acknowledge him. There have been times I say, Holy Spirit, uh, I don't, I, up here, my mind doesn't know what to do, but you know what to do and you, you impart that to my spirit. So I'm looking to know what it is my heart knows. Because your spirit knows things your mind hasn't caught up with yet. Take time to, to quiet the mind. Quiet the mind so you can hear what your spirit is trying to communicate to your mind. And it, it's not about hearing something audible. No, don't, don't, don't get off what the word promises us. The word promises us in Romans 8, 14, it says the sons of God are led by the spirit of God. Then verse 16, two verses down, tells us uh, how God's committed to lead us. He bears witness with our spirit. What is that? That's the inward witness. Well, what does the inward witness mean? There's a sense, a knowing. I have a knowing. I, it's not necessarily I hear words. 
I just have a knowing I need to do this. I have a knowing I shouldn't do that. I have a knowing go this direction. I, and I can't tell you why sometimes. I can't even articulate it. But I just had that sense. I know it. That's the inward witness. I have peace about going this way. When the Spirit of God is bearing witness with your spirit, you have peace about something. I'm talking about peace in your mind, in your spirit. I'm not talking about peace in your mind because sometimes you can have peace in your spirit and <laughs> your mind be racing. Ignore the mind. Pay attention to the peace in your spirit because it's a safe guide. When you follow the peace, you're following the inward witness. When you're following the inward witness, you're following the Holy Ghost in you. Amen. So, but you have an unction. As John said, you have an unction from the Holy One. Now you need to practice listening to that, responding to that. You don't want to try to practice on something life-changing the first time. (laughs) Practice on the little unimportant details of life, looking to your spirit because you need experience. You need experience at recognizing his leading, recognizing what he's saying to you. And as you do, because you don't learn these things overnight, but you can learn them. You can learn them quickly by how much time you give to it, how much you feed on the word, how much time you spend in prayer with God. So it says again in 1 John 2, 20, but you have an unction from the Holy One and you know all things. Look, you know all things pertinent to you. You don't know all things pertinent to everybody. <laughs> you're, not the, you're not the Holy Ghost. I'm not the Holy Ghost to everybody. Some, don't misunderstand me. Sometimes as a pastor, God would speak to me and give me a word of knowledge to help someone in the congregation. But that was never to replace the Holy Spirit. That was only to confirm what the Holy Spirit was saying to them. And because sometimes people as young, young believers, they don't recognize what the Spirit is saying to them because they don't have that experience. So God will give people in your life who know God better than you, who have more experience with God than you have so that you can be an assist to them to help them recognize how the Spirit's leading them, not so you can tell them what to, how to run their life, but so you can help them recognize. Amen. Amen. And so, but you have an unction from the Holy One and you know all things pertinent to your need. So don't go around saying, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And then get in fear and then get in worry saying, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Well, your mind might not have caught up with the wisdom of God on that situation, but your spirit knows what to do because the spirit of God is in there communicating to your spirit. So say this, say, that the Spirit of God's my helper. He's in there helping me, helping me to know the mind of God. And, it, and just say, it will dawn on me. It'll dawn on, I'm talking about up here, because it has to float up from your spirit and enlighten your mind. Then it, ah, I, I, I get that. I, I, it, it comes clear. I know what I'm to do. Amen. But when you say, I don't know what to do, then you're saying that this verse isn't true in you. Just say, I have an unction. And that unction is from the Holy One. And it's to help me know all things about my situations, my circumstances, what I'm to do. And I say my spirit knows, and it'll dawn on me. It'll dawn on me. I'll know exactly what to do. 
I know exactly what to do and my mind will catch up with that. And then you go to bed peaceful, not worried, trying to come up with your own help mentally. You understand. Then let's go down a few verses. That was verse 20. Let's go down to verse 27 in 1 John chapter 2. It reads this, but the anointing. Now see in verse 20, it said the unction. Here, it's, used, it's referring to the same thing, but now John's calling it, it's translated the anointing. Yes. Same thing. But the anointing or the unction which you have received of him. So know that you have it. You don't have to ask God and fast and pray and earn it. You don't have to earn it. It's a right of sonship. Because you're his son, the sons of God are led by the spirit of God. So as a son, that's a right. You don't earn the spirit's leading. We can become more sensitive to his leading, but we don't earn it. So, but the anointing which you have received of him, you have received of him. Look at this, abideth in you. Look at this. The Holy Spirit's not coming and leaving, coming and leaving, coming and leaving. He doesn't leave you at a time of emergency. He's still in there abiding. Means this, your help is abiding in you. It's living in you. The Holy Spirit is there as your ongoing helper. And I don't care whether we sense him strong or not. He's still there. He's still there. Amen. Aren't you glad to know your help doesn't come and go? People will come into your life and they'll go out of your life, but not the Holy Spirit. Amen. He doesn't leave when you face a difficulty. He's in there for that time especially. Amen. And so that means this, you can access the mind of God for your situation anytime you need it. You don't have to pray for weeks to earn God's leading. He's in you and he's abiding in you to help you so that at a moment's notice, you'll know exactly the mind of God on that situation. You'll know how to, you'll know how uh, to, to move forward with God's wisdom. Amen. Now, let's go on in verse 27 again. It says, but the anointing or the unction which you have received of him abideth in you. Look at the rest of the verse. And you need not that any man teach you. Now, don't misunderstand that. That he's, We're talking about things pertinent to your circumstances, your personal life. He's not saying you don't need a teacher. The Holy Spirit was sent as a teacher. You do need to be taught. And God has given uh, Jesus gave gifts to the church, apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher. Those are called the fivefold offices. They're there to teach, train, help grow up the body of Christ. Why would he give these gifts if he's telling us we don't need anybody to teach us? No, we need to be taught. What he's talking here when he says, you need not that any man teach you. When it comes to your own personal situations, you don't go around and say, you don't go around to other people. What should I do? What should I do? What should I do? There's a teacher. The spirit is in there to teach you what to do. You don't have to run around and get other people's opinions on how you should, on, on how you should handle something. Now, don't misunderstand me on that. Sometimes you can look to them for their experiences and you can gain from them their experiences, but nobody can tell you these life-changing decisions but your insides. 
For example, if you're looking at, should I marry this person? You can look to other people and see what their input is, but you're the one that's going to have to live with them. (laughs) You don't turn that decision over to someone else when it's something pertinent to your life. And that's what he's saying. You don't turn these decisions over to someone else because you have a teacher in there helping you to know so that you don't have to have somebody tell you what to do in the everyday details of your life. Amen. Amen. Um, Listen, you have to know this. Um, There are specifics about your life that no man can teach you. There's specifics that no man, if, if, if they can't tell you you're supposed to marry this one when you don't know that, (laughs) they're not the one living with, somebody say, you're supposed to take this job. Now they may say that in confirmation, confirming what you already have, but the Holy Spirit is in there to guide and anything else that's said from out here should only confirm that. And if it doesn't confirm that, don't, 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 don't follow it. Don't follow what people say more than what the Holy Spirit says. Now, the way the Holy Spirit leads me in the plan of God for my life, the way he leads you in the plan of God for your life, it's always a little bit different than somebody else's. There is no two lives that are an exact replica. You know, my husband was in the full-time ministry. I was in the full-time ministry. The way God flowed through him and used him was a little bit different than how God flows and uses me. So I can't replicate someone else exactly and stay true to what I'm called to. No one can teach me how God wants to flow through me. Now, I can see their examples, but precisely how he operates through me He's, he's going to make that known to me. Yeah, Amen. Amen. There are basics there. If I could say there are principles yes. that are true for everyone when it comes to how God's going to flow through someone. But there, there's, a, there's things that, that's going to just work through you and your personality and your makeup and your personal bend, your temperament, all these things that are involved that make you unique. And the Holy Spirit's not going to remove that uniqueness. He's going to help lead you in that. Amen. 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 And that that means nobody else out here is just like you. So you can't look to somebody to tell you exactly how everything should flow. You don't need someone to teach you when the Holy Spirit is in there to teach you because there are some things some man can't teach you. Only God can unveil and reveal to you. Amen. Amen. You're not without help. The Holy Ghost is in there to do that. Amen. You're going to have to come back. My goodness, we, I, I intended to get more pages taught today, but that just didn't happen. And so you're going to have to come back. I'll come back. You come back. And uh, so we've been teaching out of my book called Following the Holy Spirit. We want you to get hold of this. It'll be a blessing to you. You can go over it and over it again until you get some things authored and finished in you. And uh, you can go to our website at DufresneMinistries.org and place your order there. And we'd love to get it right out to you. And Until next time, remember this, Jesus is the healer. God bless you. To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit DufresneMinistries.org. In Romans 8, 14, 
God gives his children the promise that he will lead them by his spirit. So we have a right to expect to be led. In this important book by Nancy Dufresne, Following the Holy Spirit, you will learn how to recognize and follow the leading of the Spirit and receive God's help in every arena of your life. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. In Nancy Dufresne's classic book, The Greatness of God's Power, she teaches how God wants us to know His power that is in our direction. It belongs to us. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. If you need prayer, please call our prayer line. We have trained ministers on staff who are ready to agree with you for your miracle. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DeframeMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, submit a prayer request, or visit our online store. Thank you to the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries for making this production possible.